everybody and welcome to another edition of the Copcast podcast coming to you tonight after Liverpool progressed to the semi-finals of the Champions League in a rather well topsy-turvy game um, and we'll also be taking a bit of a look back at what happened at the weekend because due to the fact that everybody's sick um, there's only the three of us left and that's Neil Patterson and probably in Donegal, Belfast or Berlin uh, <laughs> to take your pick delete as appropriate and uh, Beryl Akis in the Netherlands, who is fixed, thankfully, and doesn't vex me too much. Uh, anyhow, beating straight into it, Neil, and we'll, we'll, we'll touch on this City game. And, you know, you, you mentioned to me pre-pod, you know, everything that can be said about this game has been said in, in, in the media and podcasts and the television. So, you know, just, just more about your opinion on it. And, and, you know, a point that you, you made to me pre-pod, which I want to sort of pick on, is that, you know, you get the feeling that through interviews and through Pep's behaviours and like, who didn't he sexually assault in our team? I, I think he's, I, I think he fancies half of them, judging by the TV uh, performance he put on. He's got a very touchy feeling with our, our lot. I don't like that. Uh, anyhow, I digress. Um, you, you know, you said about the, the, mm. Bruyne, the Bruyne interview and we got the feeling that through his words that that was the best that they could do. And, and, and you also suggest that over the course of that game, and, and, and we weren't fantastic first half, we were fucking dreadful first half, let's be honest, and we were no great shakes in the last sort of 15-20. We did play well the rest of the game, uh, but I can't see Liverpool being that bad against City in any of the projected games. That's Well, there's one that's, that's nailed on, but you know, the, the, there's a possibility that there could be another one yet again, we'll get to that. But I'm just curious, and, you know, in and around that and, and the type of game that it was, you know, overall, Neil, we'll come away from it as you were. There's no, there's no harm being done here. Um, but City have a, you know, they talk about the league running is, is very much easier for City than us. But the Champions League run, I think, brings it all into balance. What, what's your thoughts on all of this? They, they played really, really well at the weekend. I mean, I think everyone's all the pundits. All the commentators, everyone who's who's had anything to say, the fan media has acknowledged that City played an absolutely excellent game, and they were certainly well on top for for most of the first half, barring maybe five or ten minutes after we scored. Um, but they you know ultimately ultimately they they didn't come away with the three points and i don't think there's there's much of a doubt that liverpool froze at times in that first half maybe froze is slightly harsh or slightly you know overegging it but i mean they certainly were not their confident threatening best um and of course you know, a lot of that's to do with how well City played and what City had made Liverpool do. How you know how they made them defend and react and, and whatever. But at the same time, it was you know you, we watched Liverpool week in week out, and that wasn't you know ver- that wasn't how we what we're used to seeing. So I think there is something to be said. I mean, De Bruyne says it after the after the match. He's, he's in his interviews, uh, he's just sort of glowing in in his praise praise for how they um, how they approached the game, how they played the game, um, the quality that was out there, and you know he kept saying you know we'll, we'll be all right, we'll, we we were great today, we were great today, um, and they were, but you know 
it was, it's just a point at the end of the day. And I, I think you're right in the sense of or what you're suggesting that I don't think Liverpool will freeze again against City. I think you know now it's it's done. The worst the worst is over. We played them at their at their place. Um, the the crucial game is over. We've survived it. We've come out with a draw. And Neil, you know, Neil do you think do you, do you think it maybe our inability to, to to you know to snap into it that first half? You know, if you look at the two teams, we really really couldn't afford to lose. City losing, you know, just just altered the places. Them winning and going four points clear looked like an eternity. Do you think that played into it? Because I think it's, I think it's a fair assumption. Yeah, I think ultimately it probably did. You know, a, a draw was was clearly. I think when you look at the the, the fact that um, City already had the advantage, a draw um, clearly favoured them. You know, uh, or sorry, a, a draw, a draw, a, a, a defeat would have been unthinkable, unthinkable for us. Basically, uh, any any kind of uh, defeat at all would have been not catastrophic in terms of not being able to turn it around, but psychologically would have been huge. It'd be like, we'll claw that, all that back to one point. We've got the chance to, to sort of, you know, maybe even go go ahead of them. But, you know, now we're, we find ourselves a further four points back and with a mountain to climb again, we're hoping we're now relying on them dropping points or, or losing two games. You know, it's not likely to happen. Can happen, but not likely in the last seven. So a defeat for us was unthinkable. So the jeopardy for us was 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 greater than for them, as you say. They they could have afforded to lose, and we still would have had to be perfect for the rest of the season, basically, because uh, it only would have been a two point gap. So sort of one one uh, one defeat or one draw, and it could have been costly, depending on on goal difference. So. Yeah, there was more to lose for us. Maybe it maybe it played a part. I'm sure it probably did. But I think at the end of the game, though, you could watch that uh, as a neutral and say City had the better of it and looked better on the day. You'd have to say Liverpool are, are happier and stronger coming out of it the way it's finished. Um, I think, as, we, as I mentioned earlier, they've kind of... They've... they've Played their best game. In that, I I don't think they've got any anywhere else to go basically. And if they reproduce, you know, reproduce that against us, um, in on Saturday, for example, then you know, hats off. But we won't be as bad. Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty confident of that. So shut up, man. I'm not so sure. They've had a torrid time this evening, Burrow, uh, which we'll get to in a bit. But uh, you know, Neil alludes to like they did play very well. Look, we could have been we could have been dead and buried. Maybe should have been dead and buried in that first half. But they didn't bury us. Whether that's not having a striker is is lauded as, as as a reason or whatever. Look, they didn't. They had multiple chances. They didn't take. Allison had a couple of great saves. Um, we're odds and ends. We're we're, we're dreadful that first half. There, there's no two way. But but we do come out in the second half and within 45 seconds we we have parity again. And you know, for a stage, we we grow into that game, and and, and we have City basically on toast for a, for for a, for a period, and you know, I cannot see this this happening again at the weekend. I don't I don't think the, the, the stakes are different. Number one, um, 
But for this league, where, where do you see this leaving us? Um, are you are you with Neil that it does us no harm? Uh, I agree with the fact that uh, you know for this game, if, if you look look at at, at it from a, 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 a perspective of of game theory, um, which is you know a, a way to determine uh, um, what what strategy you should uh, should you should apply to a situation. Um, th- then, yeah, uh, if if they would have lost, then, then yeah, that would have been uh, a blow to them. But it wouldn't have meant um, uh, the end of the competition. They they could s- still s- see uh, how we would drop points and they would get uh, past us. Um, but if we would have lost points, uh, we would have um, um, no, not lost points. If we would have uh, lost to them, then uh, you know the, the the four point gap would probably. Not been, uh, we would have not been able to get to 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 bridge that anymore. So, yeah, uh, I, th- I think it, even it, as it, a fan, Beryl, even as a fan, you look at that four points and you go, that's a, seven games. It's just a bridge too far. It really is a bridge. Even yeah. for this team, it's a bridge too far. Exactly. So, and and especially if you if you've come from a from a bigger gap and you've you've bridged that gap, but. You know, uh, the the, back, the the gap is is being opened again. It, it would have been a psychological blow, but you know, um, purely from an uh, from a perspective of four points, that's in seven games that would have been uh, probably a bridge too far. Um, so uh, f- for us, it was really important not to lose, and for them, it was really important to win. And they didn't win, and we didn't lose. So um, you know, from that perspective, I think uh, there's more gains for us than for them. Um, I would have liked to to, to play uh, better, uh, especially first half, and uh, and uh, I would have liked to to win there. But you know, um, you, you have to take what you what you can get, and I think it, it, it is uh, yeah. you know um, I, I think it's it's no mean feat to to not lose when you go uh, in behind twice, um, and and um, Man City had won every game they went in front uh, this in this league season, so. Um, and now they're not anymore. So uh, I, I think we did well uh, considering everything that happened. Um, uh, and and, and uh, you know uh, it was tactically interesting as well. I, I, I thought they didn't play like they usually do. Um, they like to to, um, to 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 keep possession and and methodically uh, push up and then you know um, try to. Uh, Go to the byline and then and then uh, draw back and then and then uh, someone just taps it in and and that's not what they tried now they 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 played like like us in eighteen nineteen I would say you know as I said in pre-port uh, the 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 Brenner goal you know deflected and and well is is a goal that you know is a sort of goal that we would have scored in eighteen nineteen it's uh, and and the goal that we scored against them the one one is is a goal that they would have scored you know it's it's it is precisely that the, the pulling it back from the from the goal line so it's um um and they have adapted and they've and they did well but you know uh, you can surprise us only once of course um if they tried this this same tactic again uh, on saturday or maybe in um in a champions league final i'm just fantasizing but you know uh, it's it's not really a fantasy it could it could really happen then uh, then we we will be um, uh, better prepared and uh yeah so it, it, i think 
I think it's 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 really good that we haven't lost. I didn't want to lose. I never want to lose, but uh, this game especially. And I think um, we did well in considering everything. We did really well. Um, so yeah, I I, I feel uh, I feel this is more of a blow to them than to us. Yeah, and I don't know. Did, did you pick up um, the interviews with De Bruyne and um, Jordan Henderson afterwards, Beryl? Did you, did, did you manage to see those? I, I saw uh, De Bruyne, but I, I didn't see Henderson. I saw uh, Virgil van Dijk because of Dutch TV. But mm-hmm. uh, no, it's, yeah. you know, if, if you take the two captains basically on, on their on their post match interview, you know, De Bruyne, as 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 Chief alluded to, you know, was kind of. Scratching his head, that's the best we can do, and we still didn't win. Whereas Jordan Henderson's like, we're still a point behind. We're going, to, and and the, the difference in sort of body language and mentality to me sort of said, you, you know, out of out of the two captains, Jordan Henderson seems to be the more buoyant, even though we didn't win the game. It's as we were, we didn't we didn't get any worse. I suppose is the best way of looking at. It. Whereas De Bruyne, as 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 Chief alluded to, you know, was was scratching his head. You know, that's the best we can do, and they're still there. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 probably what what would play in my head when uh, if you know they um, um, you know they edged this game and and in in the first half, although you know some of these situations I was I wasn't sure uh, they wouldn't have been called off for 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 offside or something, you know there's this second uh, De Bruyne chance that he uh, shoots just past our post, but I, I really thought uh, Foden was. Uh, offside for that, but you know, never mind that. But um, they had all these chances, and and uh, and they they could have won this game. They didn't win it, and so I, I think they will be scratching their heads. Um, it's 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 a bit like um, you know, at the Olympics, you 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 have you know uh, the the three types of medals: gold, silver, and and uh, and bronze, and 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 usually. Uh, the gold medal winner smiles, uh, you know, because they won, um, and the bronze medal winner smiles because, you know, they 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 at least managed to get a a, a medal, and and the silver medal and uh, winner never <laughs> never smiles. They'll uh, say they said it. Second's nowhere. Second is nowhere. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So uh, I I think they will look back at it and think that's that was the chance that we could have won the league and we didn't and now we have to fight for seven other uh seven more games and and uh, for us it's yeah let's go let's win these seven games and see where we end up and uh um uh, you know uh, i i i have still um a, a lot of hope a, a lot more than i had in, in january that we could that, that we can win this absolutely on mentality alone i think i i, I think that you know that's that's what this league's going to come down to, Chief. Uh, anyhow, is is the, you know the survival of the fittest and strongest of mind. But on to tonight. Now I don't know what to say about the night. Six goals thriller. We've we've managed to get ourselves into the semi final. A very much changed team. A very second string feel to it. And we were cruising until about what seventy minutes, and <laughs> we just decided, fuck it, give them a chance. Um, and that, that's what we did. We had the ball in the net more times. Jeez, I lost count. They had the ball in the net more times. That kid Nunes looks at, looks a prospect. But you know, job done. They, you know, the job was done in, in Portugal the week before, and this was just, you know, it was going through. It, it's, in many respects, it felt like going through the motions. I know that that's no disrespect to Benfica. 
Uh, <laughs> you know, 3-3 three, three at Anfield, that's, there's not many teams will come and do that. But, you know, it, it did have the sort of, from from our perspective, the going through the motion side of it. What what did you make of this chaos? Yeah, I mean, um, it's difficult knowing how to approach these kinds of games. Um, obviously, you've got a comfortable cushion from the first leg. Obviously, your favourites to go through anyway because you know you've got a better European record over the last few years, and ultimately you're you're a better side. No disrespect, and you know a lot's been made of the scheduling and the intensity of the games, and the fact that we're still in three competitions, and you know it's a game every every three days. So there was bound to be rotation, and the fact that we do have a a top squad at the moment and uh you know need to rotate in order to keep people happy and keep keep players fit so, and in rhythm so you know that that was inevitable that there were going to be changes uh also the five sub thing means that basically the manager can start with almost whatever side and and be comfortable that uh he's got enough ammunition on the bench to to solve any problem that might arise um, we played really well, to be honest. The, the, the you know, it's not like it was. Um, there's not a huge drop off anymore. You know what I mean? It, it's just not there now. Uh, even with Manny and Salah not playing, and Milner and Henderson in the same midfield for the first time in a long time, and um, we still managed to to look fairly comfortable in in going into that sort of three one lead. Um. Then I think we think the job's done. It's it's six two on aggregate. Aggregate, we sort of make all the substitutions, and then there's a bit of a sort of comedy of 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 offsides, um, which ones are, which ones aren't. Uh, I think a couple get dis to get initially disallowed and then um, overturned by VAR um, we have one that's disallowed for offside then they have a what would have been a winner on the night disallowed rightly for offside at the end so yeah, the ball was in the net loads and it, it all went a bit it all just went a bit fucking hectic a bit harem scarum but um, we were never but, but when you're sitting on, when you're sitting on the two goal, goal cushion but, chase, so like it was in, it was inter- let's be honest it's entertainment it's entertaining <laughs> and that's that's what I mean I mean it's not just the the players who must have difficulty approaching games like this or knowing how to approach games like this, I do as well. I mean, it's, it's a completely different feeling. We've just been talking about the City game at the weekend. Absolute jeopardy the whole time. Any second that they have the ball, you're thinking, holy fuck, they're just about to score. They're going to do something to score here. Because they can. They've got that, that quality. <laughs> that's, exa- that's exactly how I am, Chief. <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing and at the, you. Ex- and, the, and the jeopardy is... is, is you know, palpable, but um, you know, a game like that where tonight, where you 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 you're confident that Liverpool are the better side, plus they have that advantage. It, you know, you you've one eye on it. Of course, you're watching it's on, but you're chatting or you're you know, got a bit of music on the background maybe as well. You're not you're not uh, there isn't that tension there. So even at three three, it was just like really. I mean, it still means we're three one up from the first leg, right? Yeah, so still got two goals. How long is left? Five minutes. Oh, grand. So there's no there's no panic at any point, but yeah, it was all a bit nuts. But I think with a with a fully switched on and first choice back five out there, uh, those two those two borderline ones 
probably would have been offside. If you know what I mean, the Gomez without you know Trent's probably not that yard deeper than Gomez is, and um, perhaps they're a bit more Kanate is a bit more vigilant push pushing out if there's more on the game. Uh, but I think at, at six two on aggregate, I think Liverpool just thought job job done, and perhaps the intensity wasn't there for the for the last kind of twenty minutes of the game, especially after all all the subs because I think he, he made all five like. In pretty in a pretty short space of time, so it did sort of have a bit of a preseason friendly feel about it by the end. Um, but yeah, you know, job done into the into the hat. Uh, in fact, out of the hat, up against um, Villarreal, who I'm sure we'll come on to talk about. Um, but yeah, um, you know, you couldn't ask for more. No, you couldn't. Well, you could. You said he could have lost tonight. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Although, you know, at the same time, I almost feel that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I was. Yeah, no, I, 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 I wouldn't have wanted to face Atletico at any no, point. No. You know, between now and the end of the season. So at least you, at like least you, at least you die by playing football against against Man City. You know what I mean? As opposed to fucking some. And at least they are, are, you know, good games to watch, even if they do take years off your life. I mean, Atletico do the same, but. For different reasons, you just get so angry. <laughs> I don't know, Beryl. What, 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 what's your take on on tonight? Uh, I think Neil sort of Neil sort of outlines it perfectly. You know, it's it's like it's just the stakes aren't that high. You know, you're you, you know you're in credit so much. You can you can sit back and enjoy a game, and it's a, it's a rare occasion, especially for a Champions League quarter final, to be in that position. Um, and that's how heady these days are. As a Liverpool supporter, we're in the quarterfinals, and we've only got to play uh, Villarreal in the semis. But you know that complacency the chief talked about. Uh, you know, the, 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 but not taking away from that, there was some decent performance. I thought Simicast was very good tonight. I thought Canadi. Uh, well, we, we talked about Canadi um, pre-pod, who I just think is. Is going to be a Rolls Royce as he develops. Um, you know, to talk about Virgil Van Dijk, and he's going to learn from the best as well with Van Dijk. You know, with him at Liverpool, and a yeah, big prospect for the future. And just in the last few games, I'm I'm really sort of, you know, I'm a huge Joel Matip fan, but I'll tell you what, Canadi's getting my vote these days. I think he's I think he's a beast. Um, but you know, overall, like Jimmy Milner, you know what you're getting. Um, and you know, I, I saw a couple of guys in the group maybe give him a bit of shit. Um, but you know he wasn't the worst. The, the players that we have there at the moment can come in the second string and do a job like that for us. Okay, the, the, the took her eye off the ball, but up up until you know three one, up until they took their eye off the ball and considering there were four goals clear, and and you can understand it. I I think as a second stream tonight we we put on a, you know a, a, a credible performance. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, um, I, I was away uh, and, and just, you know, stumbled in through the door for, at nine o'clock to, to watch this game, you know, nine o'clock our time. Um, so I hadn't seen the, the lineups. And, and, and when I saw it, I, I OK, I, I saw uh, Virgil wasn't playing and Mo wasn't playing and Sadio wasn't playing. And, and I was glad that that. Um, that 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 Klopp hadn't you know picked a a, a sanctimonious uh, eleven just to show that we respected uh, Benfica, because you know I respect them as a club, but there was no reason to respect them as a team at this moment. Um, we we won at their place three one, and, uh, and you know, it should have been more probably. And uh, and 
yeah, you know, if if they were at their best and we were at their at our worst, maybe they they could have sprung a surprise. But uh, you know, they had no doubt in my mind, and I'm sure none of you would have had. Um, so yeah, I, I had um, I had this game on the TV and I, on my on my phone. I, I without sound, I was I was looking at uh, Man City against uh, you know uh, against Atletico Madrid to to look uh, how grueling their affair would be. Uh, and and that's how this was, you know. You you, you couldn't imagine uh, any other game uh, of Liverpool watching that and and, and wanted to be distracted, uh, having uh, the mental space to, to to watch something else at the same time. Um, I I thought, uh, you know, I, I it always annoys me when we when we concede, and it did annoy me tonight. Uh, I, I think you know. Um, a, a, a very important part of our defense is is playing for offside, and and I think that's that's more difficult than people probably would realize because it needs, you know, you need to be coordinated, uh, you need to cooperate, uh, and and uh, and just just um, a, a half a meter uh, it means it means all the difference, and and it showed tonight, you know, they're they're three two and they're three three, where we're both. Um, you know the linesmen were, <laughs> were even worse than uh, than our defense at these moments, but uh, were, were, were deemed to be offside, but weren't. Um, uh, and I and I and I agree with Neil that that um, in 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 normal times you, you would see a more um, uh, concentrated performance, and and they would have been offside probably. Um, it's it was it was great entertainment. Uh, I enjoyed the, the Benfica fans. Um, you know they they sang, uh, especially after they scored the 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 one one. And it's 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 okay. Just and again, I was I was glad that that Klopp um, just let our second string and not all of them are second string. I think, but you know um, most of them are. That uh, they could play just they could play in in. Uh, the the second leg of a quarterfinal in the Champions League, and and that's that, that's a and that's you know not not a, a luxury we we can get used to, but I would like to. It's 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 incredible. It's and but you know the, the round before against Internazionale, we were also uh, a, a bit more cruising. We, we, we than lost we at home. Do, do we remember? Yeah, and and, and we don't care. care. And, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it, it's um, I, I, you know one of the people who was uh, giving Millie uh, some shit in uh, in our uh, uh, app uh, group uh, w- w- was me. Uh, I, I really didn't like how he played. I, I love Millie, but I, I I I'm not impressed with him um, the, the last few games that he played, and, um, I, and I, think I don't think that's fair. Done. No, I think uh, he's, I'm afraid you know, so. Yeah. You have to put his age into context and, and so on. And, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 you know, when you put his age into context against the physical demands and the mental demands, I don't think the mental demands are, are, are particularly taxing to, to a guy like Milner. But, you know, the body will start giving in because he's at, you know, the very, very top level of what we're playing at the minute is, is, is intense stuff. And one would imagine. Yeah, and it, go ahead, Bill. No, no, but you know, yeah, sorry, uh, you know, and and just to drop in, in into a team and then you know be ex- uh, being expected to 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 play that 
um, taxing uh, tactics and, and you know all that tempo, etc. It's it, it is a big ask. So I don't want to be unfair against him, but you know I, I again I love him to bits. He's he's you know he's an incredible player, an incredible person. But I think his he he isn't a viable option anymore. I I would prefer to see uh, Curtis Jones just to uh, give him some minutes and some some experience. I would you know love to see Harvey Elite you know again one time, uh, uh, not Saturday I think, but you know um, so. Yeah, I, th- I think he'll have. And, and, I think he'll get his run in, in in the run in the league. I think you'll see the likes of Elliot getting minutes because, uh, you, you know, we're going to move on to to to, to yeah. uh, the, the the FA Cup semi final here. Anyhow, Beryl, and I'll, I'll move I'll move across to Neil with this one. You know, Neil, we have, you know, we've we've skirted past two games because the next one now on the horizon is is fucking massive again. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's that fucking heart and mouth. It's that pace in the floor and able to sit down watching a game of football. And and, and this time somebody has to win. Uh, which just just a, as, a, as if it couldn't get, you know, tense enough. There has to be a winner. And like, honestly, who could say we're not going to penalties based on everything we've seen this season, every time we've played them? You know, it, it, all, all roads lead to penalties, sadly. Um, but, but, but hopefully... You know, as I say, they've had a rough. They they got roughed up there tonight, and I think we'll maybe cover their game as part of this um, preview of of um, the, the weekend, and then we'll we'll have a look at at, at the semi finals um, of, of the Champions League. So you know, given what we saw at the weekend, given everything that we said, and uh, and Beryl's made good points yourself, and both have made good points about you know why why we were. Shit, basically the first half. I don't see that happening again. And and again, the stakes are different here. It, it, it's sudden death. It really is sudden death for both, not just for one. Um, City's experience tonight, based off you know their horrible experience at home against us, they've had it twice. A horrible experience with us, clearly sandwiched in the middle. Um, you, you would have to think that we go into this in the let's say. The more strong frame of mind, maybe. Don't know about the frame of mind necessarily, because you know they've the scenes of the final on the final whistle in Madrid tonight. You know, City celebrate wildly, as wildly as, as City ever really can. Um, they're you know they're made up with what they've done there, gone out there, and and as we said pre-pod, kind of find a way to to outshit house Atletico. Uh, in their own backyard, and you know it's not it's it's no mean feat going there and and keeping a clean sheet and keeping you know um, getting what you want out of out of a game in that stadium, particularly when it's balanced like that and managing to keep a nil nil. So I mean you know they'll be over the moon with that, but you know just as as we had to travel uh, in the first prior to the league match, uh, and they they played at home. Uh, which gave them sort of a, a slight advantage. Um, so the shoes on the other foot this time around. Uh, they've had to travel. Uh, it's Wednesday, Saturday this time, so there's less of a gap. Um, they'll get back later. They've had uh, a really, really tough game tonight, and we've talked about ours. We we managed to rest players, quite a few, um, who would be in our what you would call our, our strongest eleven at the moment. Um, 
whereas they they didn't they they were basically the same team that that started against us um they've also had to have to leave the field tonight injured I, I don't know any anything about the injuries anything about the severity of them but um you know there's a possibility that neither Kevin De Bruyne nor nor Kyle Walker will be fit for the weekend there's also the idea of you know how seriously do the managers take it in in terms of the list of priorities? Um, and from the you know obviously we have we have United on Tuesday as well following that that cup game, although again at home and again United are are no great shakes. But you know it's they are shit shit. <laughs> they are shit and and they have just gone to to the blue half of Merseyside and and. Managed, contrived somehow to lose there, so and break, and break a fan's phone in the process. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ronaldo, Ronaldo's persona non grata again. Oh, Cal surprise! But um, you know what I'm saying is there are a lot of games coming thick and fast, and um, you might take from how we play tonight that we're taking the the semi final pretty seriously. I think the idea of the quadruple, no matter how much is played down by certainly by by Jurgen Klopp, is very much on their minds, and I think we will be taking this this one seriously at the weekend. Um, I think we basically what I'm trying to say is we 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 might both come into in in good mental states, but I think physically at the moment we probably have the edge. We have a stronger squad. We I think we have a slightly bigger squad, although you know. We both have 25 men squad, but you know what I mean. Slightly deeper. Um, I think we've got more cover in in certain positions, particularly up front, um, than than they have. And we haven't had to travel. We have also managed to rest players. Um, so I think physically, uh, we'll be we'll be kind of bouncing into it a little bit, whereas they might be sort of chief. They're 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 flying the straight back to London. They're flying straight back to London. They're not going back to Manchester. So that that again is another factor. Another disruption, really, from their normal routine, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it all adds up. It all adds up, really. Um, you know, they probably had the slight advantages for the league game, and we managed to get the draw. There is no possibility of a draw this time, as as you alluded to. So, someone's going to come out on top. And if I was if I was a betting man looking for the edge, I would probably probably, on based on what I've just said, give it to us. Uh, but you know, there's very little in it, very very little, and it's going to be a, another epic game. Epic, you say? I I would call it fraught and horrible. But <laughs> but 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 you see, four or five years ago, giving me it for one of these. So like, you you know what I mean? It, it, it's that it's you gotta you gotta roll with it. Um, who said being successful and winning was easy? It's fucking a hard old heart, I'll tell you. Uh, it's tough uh, at the top. It's <laughs> tough at the fucking top, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, this, the 70s and 80s never felt like this. That's, that's, that's all I can say. It never felt like this. It just seems, I think with the global audience now, it, it, it's really, you know, things have, uh, everything's magnified and, and, and the, the, the gravity of these games and, and, you know, given the audience of some barrel, you know, I, I want to talk to you about Mo Salah, and whatever is wrong with Mo at the minute, he, he you know, he, he he hasn't. I think his last goal was a penalty actually as well for us. Um, he, he he's struggling to find a goal in open play, and I, I was hopeful that maybe the weekend 
against City might have been the perfect remedy for him and the, the perfect stage for him because he's very much about his image. He's very, very image conscious, as is, is, is Mo Salah, from my, my perception of him anyhow. And, and one would have imagined that that, that would have been his, um, you know, his stage to show the world how good he was. He didn't take that opportunity, but in my opinion, th- there's another opportunity this Saturday. He gets another bite at the cherry at it. And, you know, he's playing through a bad patch at the moment. All players go through them. But you know yourself, it can change in an instant. And and, and my hope is that, you know, given the experience of the weekend, given the experience that we're in the semi-final of, of, of the Champions League, this is where Mo Salah wakes up and performs. Um, what, what do you think? I was um, uh, I, I, I wasn't pleased with him for for a, for a while when he came back from the uh, the, the African Cup. Um, he he was being selfish and you know shooting when he should have passed, etc. But I, I didn't think uh, he played badly at um, uh, at uh, at the uh, at the Etihad. I, I you know I would I would say he played very well. You know, he didn't he didn't score, and it wasn't the the electric uh, version that we we saw at Anfield against Manchester City when he uh, provided uh, an assist and scored a, a marvelous goal. But um, but he provided the assist here for um, uh, Sadio Mane's uh, equalizer, and he could have even provided the second assist uh, for Diogo Jota. You know, which was admittedly a, a much harder chance. But I, I think he played well. Um, but also. Uh, when I watched him tonight um, in in a low stakes game, uh, he, he he never shot at at goal. He, he tried to to give two assists uh, again. You know, he tried to provide for others. So that that he might be. He curled one over the bar. He curled. He curled one oh yeah, that's the bar. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And you know, it was close. And I saw him smile afterwards. So uh, yeah, you're right. So that, that that and and that was the last thing he he, he did in this game. So. Um, I, I think he's he's on his way back, uh, and uh, I, I have a feeling that we have uh, uh, turned the corner uh, vis-à-vis the, uh, the, the the contract ne- negotiations, which probably will have played a role as well. You know, uh, uh, losing the 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 Africa Cup, uh, the Coupe d'Afrique, uh, losing um, against Senegal in in the in the playoff for the for the for the World Champ uh, World Cup, uh, the World Championship. Uh, I've said it wrong again, but never mind. Um, and you know, on top of that, the, the, the contract negotiations. You know, this would put a strain on everyone. And I, I think um, we saw that. And still, he he was, you know, not a bad player. You know, maybe the exception was the the Watford game in which he was absolutely dreadful. I thought, but. I think I think he's on his way back, and you know if he scores or or provides an assist or or just a nuisance for for the defense, uh, and and we score because of that. I, I don't care. I think uh, he's on his way back. I hope to see uh, you know the old Mo uh, back again because you know he hasn't been back since since January. But um, th- again, I saw lots of things that 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 would lead me to believe. That uh, that that is a, he is on his way back. So no worries on that front, I would say. And if, if he doesn't, uh, then you know we have uh, people who can now. <laughs> Absolutely, we have such depth on that bench. 
it, 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 it's it's actually frightening, especially you know the, the forward cover we have. It, it, it's an embarrassment, an embarrassment of riches. Um, listen, we'll, we'll not dwell on it. Um, again, we've built up to Man City so many times this season. What, 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 I, I think the, the most pertinent question now, Chief, is what's your lineup for 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 um, the weekend? What and what you know, based off the fact of what we saw last weekend against City. What what are you going to tweak, or are you, are you going to tweak anything, and, and your reasons for it? Um, it's an interesting one. I think there's a, a shout for Kanate coming in uh, in place of of Joe Matip at the back. Um, it was mentioned pre-pod. Matip's just done obviously done two games in, in quick succession. Um, obviously he gets sort of. It's not his fault, but he, he's, he's, it's his deflection that uh, causes the first uh, goal. Uh, I think there's also a shout for doing something else up front. I would go like I would have gone for the league game. I would go uh, Salah, Mane, Jota up front, or not Jota. That's what he did. I would I would go Diaz in that third position and. I would look to exploit our pace in behind a lot more, um, particularly with those three. I know Jota scores against City, and it's a great goal. But I felt in the in the first half the ball was just coming back far too quickly. I know Bobby's great at that as well. Well, you know, better in fact at holding the ball up to, and linking play than probably any of our forwards. But I just feel that triple threat of pace in behind City would, would really worry them um, it gives us an option as well gives us out balls and gives us the chance to, to kind of bypass the midfield if and when necessary um, I think you're probably looking at a, a very similar midfield Thiago Thiago Henderson for well, you see it was the midfield it was the midfield that came in for Pelters um, from from on, on Twitter and whatnot. And but, if, Hen- if if there is one that doesn't start, it, it maybe is Henderson. He's, and you know that that won't happen because it's a big game. Neil, this is the this is the conundrum. Is it, but he's 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 started. Done. To, so, I, mean, <laughs> I think Thiago and Fabinho are both on the bench tonight. So for me, they start um, at the weekend, and I would start them anyway in, in any game against City. So it's who the third one is. Um, it could could easily be Henderson. Could be Kaida, but he started tonight as well, or it could be Curtis Jones, sort of from nowhere, which which is is definitely possible. Cup game. Um, I can't see Oxlade Chamberlain getting a, getting an odd, and I would hope that he doesn't. Um, obviously Robbo and Trent come back in, but I for me the, the only two real changes that I would foresee are um, are maybe Kanate coming in and Diaz coming in for for. Um, uh, Madip and, and Jota respectively No I, I, I hear you now Beryl you'd mentioned pre-pod as well it's unlikely we're going to see Joel Matip play three games in a row uh, or start three games in a row so you know all indication seems to be that the the greater likelihood is that the, the Chiefs, well, I think we all get our wish in Canati plays but I, I think it's the midfield um, look Jordan Henderson divides opinion and, 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 that, and that's fine um, I, I worry about him this season. Um, and 
Well, Thiago and, and Fabinho. Fabinho had a stinker at the weekend, but to be honest with you, he's one of many. But it's it's one of those rare games when Fabinho wasn't wasn't great. He was left looking like a fool a few times. I don't think that happens again. Um, and, and you put him straight in. You put Thiago in. But for me, for, for my money, I don't know about you, it, it would be the question. I, I, I would prefer to see a Naby Keita start this game. You, you know, he, tonight, you know, he was... He was Good with the ball, he he drove with the ball. He was not afraid to take a shot, and against a team like City, that's the kind of thing you want. We saw Henderson at the weekend. You get to the edge of the box and hesitate. I don't think Naby Keita does that. I think that's that's the point that I make about Henderson not being included. What do you feel yourself? Um, I, you know, Henderson didn't start this season very well and uh, we had some real discussions about him um and then he massively improved had some really good games uh, and i think he's now uh, again in a period that he doesn't play as well um he, he started well tonight but then you know the 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 mistakes were creeping in and he uh, he looked shattered uh, at but the, when did he go up we're talking here Beryl. You know, we're we're talking about the very, very. This is this is the hardest test that Liverpool can have. And do you, you know, yeah. does Jordan Henderson bring enough of a character to to, to uh, negate I, what he's not bringing in 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 cover and chasing back? I think that is the question. Yeah, you know, his his leadership qualities are, uh, I think, are unrivaled. Um, and, and yeah, at at least uh, f- f- um, you know w- within uh, the 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 Liverpool uh, selection, I would say. But but you know, it, it does that compensate for the fact that that he he has lost uh, a bit of pace and and, and he wasn't the, the most pacey player that, that ever was. And, and I think you know um, uh, Fabinho didn't have a very good game uh, on Sunday. That, that's absolutely true. But I think. Um, if Fabinho comes into the situation that he needs to pivot, you know, he needs to turn quickly and sharply, then you see his frailties because, you know, he's he's tall. He isn't very quick uh, on the first meters. And then you see, you know, his his weaknesses. Um, but that's not only up up to him if he needs to do that, uh, if he can give the ball to another um, midfielder, etc. Then and uh, then you know he he doesn't need to pivot on the ball, and I think that had a little to do with uh, with how uh, how um, I think a bit frightened uh, um, Henderson was, especially after we conceded, and uh, he wasn't you know the Bruyne cons- you know, scored from his. Uh, area of of the pitch, uh, I, I would say, and I, I think that that rattled him a bit. Um, uh, I, he wasn't very good tonight. Beryl, Bar- Bar- I will, I will yep. go further. He had his back mm-hmm. turned at that free kick. He had his back turned the free kick, kick yeah. given out, given out to the ref. And, and he was doing something else instead yeah. of playing football at that moment. Yeah, it. I think what I just highlighted there is very uncharacteristic of Jordan Henderson. That's not the type of thing that we have seen from him. I'm not saying this is a, a thing that you know we've seen all the time, but I was just surprised at him of all people. You, you know, given the level of opposition, and you know, this is as tough. I, I, I make no apology for repeating this. This is as tough as we can get. And and you expect all those players that take the field at eleven to be completely and utterly hardwired paying attention all of the time. 
get at the ref in quieter moments. You don't whenever you you don't do that when City are on the edge of your box with a free kick. You know that scared me a bit. Yeah, it was it was a bit like him playing a role instead of you know doing. Uh what he needs to do in uh, on the pitch but it but again you know his, his this is part of his uh, his job description uh, g- getting into the ear of of uh, the ref but you know who, who was of course uh, a, a mank but you know <laughs> never by that I, I didn't think it was a, it was a foul uh, to be honest but you know all that being said if it was player x uh, who had played like this against this same opponent uh, i i would uh, look for an alternative, and I think the fact that he played for over an hour uh, tonight might indicate that uh, uh, even if it is a, an important game, that he doesn't play because he's, he is an important player. He is our captain. He is 32 years old at the same time, who ha- and has played one and a half game um, this week already, uh, and it is a cup game. So you know there there are some allowances for playing. Uh, uh, Curtis Jones or maybe even Harvey Elliott. We don't know. And maybe Nabi Keita. But Nabi Keita played almost 90 minutes. Or did he even play 90 minutes tonight? I forgot. Um, uh, you know, uh, I would be happy with that. Uh, and I think we need a bit of... Um, I, I need, we need more bravery on the ball. We need to pass the ball and, uh, instead of just, you know, lump it up ahead. But because... That's what we did on Sunday, especially in the first half. I think uh, our midfield was uh, the weak spot uh, on on Sunday. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Klopp looked for alternatives for for uh, for a change uh, in in that area. Um, I, I I agree with uh, that. It's most likely that Konate plays because Matip has now played two games in a row. And in front, yeah, I I. Um, uh, I like Diogo Jota as a, as a goal scorer, but uh, I, I, I'm I'm not sure he's the uh, he's the, the the right player to play uh, in our nine position against Man City because I think it's it's very important that the nine uh, that the player uh, in the nine position drops back and occupies Rodri or you know whoever plays at their uh, defensive midfield. Um, uh, I I can't pretend. To know if he if he did that well enough on Sunday, but my feeling was that 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 Bobby does that better. But we'll see. Uh, maybe Diaz, maybe someone else. But uh, I, I I would expect a change of the lineup in that front as well. No, it's not wonderful that we have those options, you know. But like a year ago, we said, well, it has to be Ma- Salamani and Firmino. And and you know what you're talking about, Rodri. There, there's a part of me that wants to see Bobby Firmino just annoying his head, taking that step back. Um, and and I think that Bobby Firmino has has there's more to come from this season before the end. Um, you know, he's he's been off and on all season. I, I just think there's something to come from Firmino. They're they're always and it, it always tends to be a big game where it, where where he he shines also. Beryl, I'm going to ask you for the prediction on this one before we get into the to, to, to the route to the final of the Champions League. Uh, my my own is simply we either win it in extra time or penalties or lose it on penalties. That's 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 the way I see it. Totally unimaginative. Yeah, I'll go for a narrow win. I I, I really think we have uh, the edge on them mentally, physically at this uh, moment. Two uh, one. 2-1, happy days. And Neil, yourself, what, 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 what's your prediction for this one? 
Yeah, I think obviously I think we won it as well. Uh, surprise, surprise. Um, but yeah, either a, either a, a sort of a very narrow victory or it could go all the way. But I, I think we come out on top. Oh, it would be nice if we were three 0 at half time. Like, wouldn't we'll just, oh. <laughs> just just settle us down? It wouldn't be over Neil, but it would be settled. At least we could sit yeah, down. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> There I would still be nervous. I know, I know. Yeah, but you can sit down. That used to happen in these games, but now it seems both teams have the measure of each other, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, well, here, listen, on to the route to the final. And I want to talk to you a bit about our opposition, Villarreal, who who did a number in Juventus, and now they've done a number on um, Bayern Munich. And, and you don't think that this is the greatest carnation of, of Bayern Munich that we've ever seen, and, and maybe weren't wholly surprised by, by by the outcome of this one. Um, there's there's much been lauded, and, and, and as fans, it's it's easy for us to look and they're like, oh, well, we have an easy wee run here at Villarreal. But the pundits, everybody's uh, advising, I don't think for one second that we, 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 we take this lightly. I'm not suggesting that for a second. The occasion alone warrants us to take it seriously, if you know me, and, and come up with our best. But what we seem to be coming up against is what we don't like is one of these well-organised, well-blocking teams. Uh, sort of Athletic and Madrid with the ability to play football, maybe, is, is a nice analogy of it. Um, but yeah. I, I, I don't think we take it lightly, but like to be honest with you, I, I think I'd rather do that than, than Bayern Munich. I think it'd be less scary. It's... Somehow poetic. In the, obviously, Jurgen's first European final with Liverpool was the Europa League against Villarreal, and it gives us a chance to sort of write that write that wrong, sort of um, make up for that in some way. Not revenge in the sense of animosity, but you know how it's been a factor of Klopp's management that we we I don't think ever lost against the same team twice, and. And it sort of gets. It's a nice way to complete the circle. Um, if we can, of course, win the win the tie. But I just think, no matter. Listen, a lot's been said of, of of their route to the final, and of, listen, of course, they have triumphed over some big European names, in particular Juventus, a huge name, and Bayern Munich, a huge name. Juventus, though, are are quite clearly not the team that they used to be. Um, although the club name is still giant, the the side itself is, is struggling to to get the top top four, I think, in Italy. Uh, certainly, R- rather Manchester United feel about it, isn't it? Yeah, it the, the the kind of wheels have fallen off a little bit. I think uh, what do you call him's gone back there. Um, what's his name? Um, the guy who who won all the uh, Allegri. He won all the titles with him, and he he's gone back there and. It's not quite the same, and they're playing that same kind of brand of, of very minimal football. Um, but the results aren't aren't really happening for them now. They've not been awful by any stretch, but they certainly weren't expected to challenge in this year's towards the business end of this year's Champions League, and and so approved they haven't. Bayern Munich are another side that consistently get put into the top three teams in the world. And I, by by football pundits in the United Kingdom, and I suppose looking from outside, you can sort of see why because they don't really follow the German game that closely, and they see Bayern Munich in in the in the last eight, the last four of the of the Champions League sort of 
pretty perennially. Um, and and they sort of put two and two together and and always come up with this, with the with um with the same answer. Sometimes it's a correct one, sometimes it's false. And at the moment, Bayern, while they are a very good side, they're not they're not at the Bayern Munich that they were, for example, even under Guardiola when they weren't getting the Champions League finals. You know, they're not the Bayern Munich that they were under Jupp Heynckes, uh, who've just found a way. Would it, would Neil, would they be better or worse than whenever we put them out before? Do you remember they got the nil nil downfield and then we did them? In, uh, they're in they're sl- they're slightly better than that. That was probably their 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 nadir uh, in the last decade. They had Nico Kovacs at the time, and not really. He had come from Eintracht Frankfurt. He'd done really well with them. I think he'd beaten Bayern in the, in the DFB Pokal final, the the FA Cup final there, and you know he was sort of seen as a as a hot manager. But he had a bit of a smaller club mentality, a bit of a Moyes going to United sort of idea, and it, it didn't really didn't really catch on. Um, they, you know, had a, you know, a couple of ups and downs in recent years. They had Ancelotti, that didn't work out for them. Um, you know, the only managers who have really, I mean, obviously now they've got Nagelsmann, who's the, the bright young thing in in Germany, and and okay, he's he's doing all right. But this is, you know, there's no there's no question. This is the biggest job he's ever had in football. He's still an extremely young manager. I mean, he's younger than me. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, not the youngest anymore. But for a football manager, he's really young. I don't think he's even forty yet. Um, and that is some side to be coaching now. It's it's gone all right for him so far, but they're not tearing up trees. You know, they're they're doing well. They're they're top of the Bundesliga basically by virtue of the fact that none of the other sides can really get their act together. The only serious challenger is ever really Dortmund, and they have still not sorted themselves out. Um, Leverkusen are just never expected to win. They're doing all right this season, but they they just they don't have that mentality, and they, they certainly won't won't put in a challenge. Uh, Red Bull Leipzig suffered a little bit after uh, appointing Jesse March, and they've they've sort of picked up again the second half of the season under who is it Sasa? I can't remember his name now. Anyway. Um, they've done really well with him and put put a few wins together and sort of climbed the table, but they're not they were too far behind the mind to challenge. So they've kind of been winning the, the Bundesliga year in, year out because there isn't a, a really big challenger. And yeah, okay, they beat PSG in in the COVID uh final uh that season, but they are not a dominant Bayern side, they're not a formidable Bayern side. So Villarreal have gone and done a number on them. Um, I've just watched some of the highlights and Bayern missed a couple of gilt-edge chances. I just think over two legs we should have far too much for Villarreal, despite the noise of Unai Emery and the way that they play. They are ultimately a side that's seventh in Spain and has a really poor away record. Um, and, oh, and, and has that year in, year out as well. They're always a side that's Really tough. And have to come to Anfield first as well, Neil, which I think yeah, in, the, in, the, in this particular tie, I think happens. is advantageous to us. The, the way things are, the way we stand in these competitions, for once, I think home, kill it at home. And and, and, and I think it's, it's to our advantage where I was always like second leg at home. But you can put it to bed if you can. 
I mean, it, basically for us, it's not such a big deal anyway because we could get nil nil at home and still be confident going going to the, to their place and getting a result because we're we are that good. But if you can if you can put if you can even just get a professional two nil in the first leg at home, you're you know obviously state literally stating the obvious, you're halfway there. <laughs> but you know you're you're well on the way to 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 being in the final. Because they're going to have to put uh, three past you, and, and are you not going to score one? So they need four, and and then what? You know, it's 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 unlikely, isn't it? When was the last time Liverpool conceded four goals in the Champions League, um, in any Champions League game? So um, you know, I, I think you're right. It is an advantage because they've shown what they what they can sort of do with the home leg at first, um, getting the getting the um, the one 0 win and then managing to sort of limit Bayern to to um, to the one one at their place uh, in the in the Allianz Arena. So yeah, if we can get it, if we can get that lead first leg, you know, you you'd be very confident going into the second one. And Beryl, yourself, you have quite an eye on European football. What's your take on on Villarreal? Now, I think we'll, we'll need to give, give Neil a wee correction before we do. He he got, he got it halfway there. It, it's it's Emery that we're after. It's it, it's not necessarily Villarreal. It was his Seville, Sevilla side that beat us. Um, but but the sentiments there, we're we're getting one right. over on on, on Emery. Uh, I uh, Allen in a semi, didn't we? Yeah. I, 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 uh, I think we beat them 5-2 or something like that. I think, yeah, so, I yeah. think so. Uh, yeah. long, long long time, bit fuzzy. And, yeah. and, and even whenever you said it, it took Beryl to come into the, end of the comments before I would before I would challenge you on it, to be fair. <laughs> That's how unconfident I was of it. But, but you know what I mean, Beryl. It, it, you know, we, we need a bit of revenge on Emery. Uh, what, what's your take on the, the, the pundits are are pushing it, and, and, and obviously there's a part of that. They're trying to sell television. They want to make it out that it's not a complete and utter walkover. But given where we are as a team at the moment, given what we come through and what we face week to week, this is just you know business as usual for us, where it's it's, it's a huge deal for them, no doubt about it. The fact that we're their opposition, I expect them to raise their game, but I expect us to, you know. I wouldn't like to think we won't be in the final after this, and that—I don't think that it's arrogant to suggest that. You know, I—I I just praised Klopp for not being sanctimonious and just, you know, uh, uh, fielding our our B selection, uh, our, our our second string, um, um, you know, because we we felt the the, uh, the tie was over uh, so i i, I want, don't want to be sanctimonious myself um uh, it's 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 uh, it's clear to everyone i think and not only to us that that uh, uh, this liverpool team is 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 much better than this villarreal team uh, at the same you know at the same time they've they have Reached the, uh, the semi-finals of uh, of the Champions League and and uh, have managed to to get past uh, uh, Juventus and Bayern München, who you know are both uh, uh, immense clubs uh, and and uh, both have uh, uh, lots of Champions League titles uh, uh, you know uh, to their name. So um, we should take uh, this seriously. I, I think 
we, you know, uh, Emery, we, uh, when he was uh, the manager of uh, Arsenal, we, we got we got lots of revenge against him uh, already. But uh, uh, we we need to respect him as as uh, as a tactical, um, you know, uh, um, a tactically very uh, astute um, manager. Uh, especially uh, especially say. in European competitions as well. Beryl, yeah. he has a European competition, albeit the Europa League mostly. But he that that format in Europe, he's very astute with. Yeah, absolutely, and I think um, if it weren't for for a very very dodgy referee um, performance, uh, he would have got past uh, um, Barcelona when he was the manager of uh, Paris Saint Germain as well. So I think he 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 is um, especially uh, adept at, uh, at at managing uh, his team through uh, a cup challenge. You know, it's it's. A one-off, or you know, uh, all these Sevilla uh, finals and this Villarreal final uh, that, that he has won, but uh, also all these knockout ties. He he he, he he's not a he, he's not a purist. He, he he doesn't view football as something that you know you should be. Um, he doesn't think it's immoral to to defend um, if you think you need to defend, and 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 they did. Defend against Bayern München in this uh, in this uh, game at uh, you know in, in Munich, um, but they, they they all also could have won it at uh, at Villarreal. Uh, you know they they were that good against them, and they have they have some some really good players. And Paul Torres is a very good defender, I think. Um, and uh, and Danjuma, uh, the Dutch uh, winger uh, forward, you could say is uh, you know is 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 as a is a, a less refined version of, of Luis Diaz. I think there were rumors that we were considering considering him uh, as a replacement of, uh, of, of of Sadio Mane. Uh, in the future, he has some some you know as he has raw pace and uh, strength, uh, and he's a, he's a he's a Dutch international, so he's a, he's a really good player. So they have lots of good players. Um, and we should be wary of them in the sense that we couldn't play the way we played against Benfica tonight. Uh, we we need to be really focused. We need to be really serious. But um, I, I'm I'm sure uh, our, uh, our our players and our management team are well aware of that more than I, than I would have ever be. Uh, and 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 if we are, if we are uh, concentrated, etc., then uh, I don't think. Um, that there is a chance that they will um, get to the final, and yeah, it, it it's it, it would take um, a, a, a miracle, you know, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you could, you know, you know, more a cataclysm to 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 get past us for them, I think. And yeah, they should be happy getting this far. That's <laughs> let's give them that. No. Yeah, absolutely. Like fair play to anybody. It's a Champions League semi-final. The occasion alone warrants warrants that type of of seriousness. Now, just just to close up here, one one quick run for both of you. Um, the, the the other side of the draw, we saw City. Uh, we saw City tonight. Just leave it at that. Um, but last night we had a bit of a rip roar with uh, Chelsea and Real Madrid and Madrid, thirteen times winners of this tournament. Uh, take them lightly at your peril. I think that's that, that, that's the best advice. 
um, certain certain members of this podcast team would would suggest that City should rip through them for a shortcut. And whilst I, on one hand, agree totally with that, is Real Madrid. Remember what they did to us in that final. They know how to win. They know how to take down, take you down. Um, you, you know what I mean. And City are City are still are are where we are. Whenever we um, basically played Real Madrid in that final, you know we're still trying to get back and win stuff. They never won a Champions League. Real Madrid, it's bread and butter to them. And and I think that's a leveler in the tie. And and also you you know the fact that I think they have to go to Madrid second. Um, you know, that one's far from over as well. You know, half of us wanted the, the Athletic to take care of them. Half of us wanted them to continue on because it's more games for them and it's beneficial to us in the league. There's so many fucking layers to this. Um, there, There is no right result. But I suppose at, at the end of the day, I think I'd rather them play Real Madrid than, than, than Chelsea because just because of the history. Yeah, it's a game that could go either way. Um, listen, Real Madrid are players that can expose anyone, and Vinicius's pace in behind is frightening, and Benzema is on fire. So, couple that with City's notorious sort of uh, flakiness in the in the latter stages of the Champions League, which is when you think they've sort of done the hard part. Um, then you know you you you'd be sort of mad to to call it either way really but I just I think we all have the feeling that we're on a collision course with City this season and all signs kind of point to uh, to a City Liverpool Champions League final now I could be completely wrong but um, but yeah it, it's going to be some game anyway and I understand both sides of the argument for for making a case of who could win. City are the are the better side, but they're going to need goals against Madrid because Madrid Madrid will score. Um, they've gotten through this tie with one goal this this quarter final. Uh, they'll need more in the semis. So can they can they find that? And um, the other question mark will maybe be around Kyle Walker's fitness because he's the one that has the pace to be able to deal with, with Vinicius over the top. I, th- I think De Bruyne, who went off holding the hamstring um, during the game, I think, I think that's a massive, yeah, if massive he, if loss he, if, he, if he's out. If he's pulled his hamstring and he's out for three or four weeks, then, you know, that's that's a big one. But, um, you know, notwithstanding the fact that we, we don't know how that's going to go, it's like I said, it should be some game and really it could go could go either way um but yeah it's more games for them it's more tests for them and you know it's a monumental monumental sort of slug fest to see which one of these two teams is going to emerge with with trophies this season Well, thankfully, we've won the bank already, uh, Beryl, but uh, I, I would like some more. I'd like another three, if I'm being completely and utterly honest. Eight, and, eight, <laughs> eight. <laughs> uh, well, two would do, um, to be honest, as long as the big ones. I could, I could forfeit the FA Cup, but we've come that far in it now. You know, you're the semis, you want to win it. You want to win everything. You become greedy. And, and I'll say, especially when we started doing these pods, to think, having the Conversations one day was pie in the sky, yet here we are. So, uh, Beryl, what do you make of, of, of the other semi-final and what, what way do you see that going? You know, uh, I, I just think that given City's 
history in this competition since they became rich, if you will. Um, I, I, I think they're, they're set. And, and Neil points it out as well. They got through this quarterfinal with one goal. Okay, it's Atletico Madrid. Um, and, and they struggled greatly against Atletico Madrid in the Wanda tonight. Uh, the Bernabeu is a different, diff, different animal entirely. Yeah, I, I have to say that, um, you know, b- b- before uh, this night and, and their performance this night, um, I was, um, you know, 70 percent sure that they would um, that they would rip uh, uh, Real Madrid apart, you know, considering how Real Madrid played against Paris Saint-Germain and against Chelsea and, you know, somehow managed to get through. But they were, uh, you know, the worst side for, I, I think, you know, a majority of, of of all of those games, but but still managed to get through. But uh, I, I would have thought that that Man City would be less uh, forgiving against them. Uh, I'm not sure, not so sure anymore because they they were rattled, and I think they 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 could easily have uh, conceded tonight, um, and they didn't score themselves. So you know that 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 could have meant extra time or or, or even uh, you know elimination. Um, we've all seen the the, the strange voodoo that uh, that that uh, Real Madrid has been performing th- these uh, these uh, past seasons uh, against us, against uh, you know uh, uh, in the final, but also last season against us. They uh, they have a, 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 just like Emery has a, a different quality in the in these cup uh, uh, um, competitions and. So I I I I certainly give them a chance. I, I think if Man City would play against them like they played against us on on Sunday, they would obliterate uh, obliterate Real Madrid. But uh, you know maybe maybe it's it's hard to 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 re- to, to repeat that. Um, uh, and without uh, Kevin De Bruyne, who was their best player, with uh, Cancelo on on Sunday. That might be a, a very difficult task. So yeah, it's uh, let's let's. Yeah, I, I have I have it. it I, I would have predicted, and the narrative is you know uh, we will uh, we will meet again with Man City in Paris, but you know maybe not so. Maybe maybe Carlo Ancelotti has uh, has other plans. It wouldn't surprise me. I, 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 I yeah I would say. No, and, and the Ancelotti thing, the Ancelotti thing's huge. Uh, the experience there, the stature of that club. Uh, it, it, you know, look, we, we stumbled through in 2005. We didn't, in reality, with no right winning the Champions League in 2005, but we did. And, and, and you know, we, we, we struggled, Olympiacos, we struggled, uh, Juventus, you know, we got past eventually, Chelsea with a ghost goal. You know, and, and I look at Madrid and sort of go, oh, God, that, this has a 2005 feel to, to them. You know, you, like European royalty going through the motion. Oh, I don't know. But I, guess, I think we should just rename this podcast the Liverpool versus Man City pod because this was going to be for the rest of the bloody season by the sounds of it. Um, but anyhow, we've rambled and we've gone way over time, but we've had lots to talk about because it's the Liverpool Man City show. What a time to be alive, eh, as a Liverpool supporter. Listen, thank you very much to the listener. As always, and thank you very much to, to, to the guys for, for, for coming on after the pod. It's late night, especially for Beryl there in Europe, so much appreciated. And onwards to the weekend and more squeaky bomb time. Uh, what a time to be alive. Up our heads. <laughs>